0: Hi everyone. I am Asha Billington, and this is the Campfire. Today, we begin our journey through Houston Area Six A teams, and we start with District Thirteen Six A after realignment. Here are the teams who will be competing in this big 19 district: Cleveland, Conroe, Caney Creek, Grand Oaks, Oak Ridge, The Woodlands, College Park, New Caney, and Willis. This is a stacked district with big time individual talent and some great teams as well. Let's analyze those teams in our film session. The wetlands went undefeated in district play last year behind now junior Mabry Matoyer. He accounted for 40 touchdowns and almost 3000 yards of offense last year and invites Quinnell Farrakhan Jr over from Grand Oaks as a new threat in the passing game. Another quarterback getting national attention is Willis-Signacaller, DJ Lagway. He finished second-team all-district last year, but look for him to make a name for himself this year. Oakridge is young, but has some big-time talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Look for the War Eagles to fight for a postseason spot. You can't forget about College Park. Despite being hit hard by graduation, the Cavs were an eight and team last year, and certainly will be in the playoff hunt this year. Grand Oaks only picked up one district victory last year, but returned running back Brandon High, and will attempt to improve on that mark this year. Conroe loses Offensive Player of the Year, Clayton Garlock, from a playoff team last year, but returns receiver Lewis Williams and some experience on the O-line. New Caney moves up from 5A, and has one of the best running backs in the state in Kedrick Roscano. Cleveland and Caney Creek are also moving up from 5A and may struggle a bit in their new classification. After hearing about those teams, it's hard to fathom that only four of those nine will be in the playoffs. Let's dig even deeper into 136 a with Houston Chronicle reporter John Porman and producer Ward Fasolt in our district
1: breakdown. All right, it's district breakdown time. We're finally in 6A, and we're talking 13-6A with my man John Poorman from the Houston Chronicle. John, this district quickly went from 6 to 9, went from trying to find, you know, five non-district games to now they only need the two. Uh, Talk about the the new teams that have joined this district and how that might help uh, add some competition.
2: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Of course, um, you've kind of got that uh, Montgomery County Uh, feel to it continuing with New Caney, Caney Creek, and Cleveland all moving up from 5A. Um, You know, these are teams that, you know, it's going to make for a really nice travel. They're kind of all clumped together here in in the immediate area up in Montgomery County. And, you know, I think that it's going to add an interesting wrinkle to it, you know, especially with New Caney coming in. They've had a lot of success in recent years in 5A. Um, And of course, they've got, you know, one of the best running backs in, um, you know, in the Houston area in the state. And, you know, he's well, up there in the national rankings as well and, and Kedrick Riscano. So um, I think that they can definitely come in and be a factor right away. Of course, uh, you know, Cleveland and Caney Creek haven't had as much success, but it's going to be a, a huge challenge for those programs over there to, to be able to try to, um, you know, get in this district and compete. It's going to be really tough, though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then the teams that were already in this district, they were just like, okay, we only have to beat out two teams to make the playoffs. Well, you got to step it up now. You got to beat out. You got to beat out five to make it. And and a lot of these teams, there's some really good youthful quarterbacks in this district. Maybe talk a little bit about them.
2: Yeah, well, it starts with the reigning district MVP, uh, the Woodlands Mabry Uh He had an excellent sophomore season. Um, you know put up some big numbers for the Woodlands help them get back to the playoffs I think they've made the playoffs close to 30 years in a row now so when you're looking at the Highlanders of course you know they're going to be one of the favorites just because that quarterback position is so valuable and you know we saw it last year with what he was able to do and then up at Willis they have a new head coach with Trent Miller coming up from spring but they also have an outstanding uh, quarterback who Will be a junior in the fall, and that's uh, Derek Lagway, uh, DJ Lagway. Um, You know, he is one of the top recruits in the country for his uh, for his class, and you know, he also had an outstanding sophomore season. So. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see you know those two guys kind of battling it out for the district MVP once again. But obviously, both of them are kind of dual threat guys, um, have a lot of ability there, and and so you know it, it'll be exciting to to see them go head to head once again. A couple of other teams I'd like to touch on. Oak Ridge seems to have a lot of youth. Uh,
1: they got a lot. Of, they started a lot of youth two years or last year, and now they're they're still youth. They're now they're juniors. So they're not even seniors yet. <laughs> and then you have uh you have college park who's always in there in the middle they always have that rivalry game with the woodlands where, where do you think those two teams might fall fall
2: yeah Oak Ridge, of course with uh you know legendary coach mark schmidt leading the way you can never count them out you know from what i hear they've got a lot of like you said a lot of, of, of young guys that are are talented and, and ready to step up and, you know, have some varsity experience coming back from last year. And then College Park, of course, what they've done uh, under Coach Lonnie Madison has has been incredible. Um, you know, they're always going to be really strong on defense. That's what they hang their hat on, um, you know, in, in the running game as well. Um, you know, so, so Coach Madison is going to have those guys ready to play. And I think that it's really going to make, you know, you think about all these teams we just talked about, um, it's going to make for a really competitive schedule down the stretch. And, and these games are really going to be, um, they, you know, they have the potential to be toss-ups in some really close games. And, you know, we've seen that, you know, in, uh, in this district the past few years where it's come down to the final week of the season. Uh, for teams trying to get in the playoffs. And then, you know, we didn't even mention Conroe. Conroe got into the playoffs last year, and so they're always going to be, uh, you know, a factor with Coach Cedric Hardman over there and, and what they've been able to do. So, um, you know, from top to bottom, you're looking at a pretty competitive district, I think. Yeah, you talked about the
1: Woodlands being 30, year, 30 years in a row in the playoffs. So, in my mind I got them penciled in there but the rest of the teams man I, I sure hope these coaches have learned the tiebreaker method in this district because it there's a very good chance this could come into play here at the, at the back end of this uh, playoff spots
2: yeah for sure and another one in there, Grand Oaks as well um, you know they are an up-and-coming program and you know they've got some guys under coach Mike Jackson there that you know, they're ready to go and, you know, they've had a, a couple of years of varsity experience on, you know, playing it, you know, being a new school they, You know, they have a couple years of experience now and they're continuing to grow and uh, and develop that program over there. So, you know, you can't count them out either. It's going to be fun. I don't know. I can't even handicap this one. Not that I, w- I would
1: anyway. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But uh, I you can't figure it out. But it's going to be exciting to see week by week which of uh, which these teams fight through. Next week, we're going to move down a little south to 14-6-A, talk a little spring in Aldean schools. Uh, can't wait to hear what you say about those guys, and I will talk to you next week. Sounds good.
0: We've heard about the teams. Now let's take a look at some of the athletes to watch out for and our players on the rise. New Caney is making the jump from 5-A to 6-A, and that transition will be easier thanks to running back Keytrick Erskano. He ran for 1,500 yards and 22 touchdowns last year and so far has 2,600 career yards for the Eagles. Kedrick is also a threat in the passing game. Roscano has verbally committed to Michigan State. At Willis, junior DJ Lagway burst onto the scene last year and hasn't looked back. Lagway threw 1,500 yards and 17 touchdowns for the Wildcats last year and has gotten national attention for his work in the offseason. Lagway also ran for 700 yards too and led Willis to the second round of the postseason. The four-star Lagway is also a talented baseball player as well and hopes to play both in college. At the Woodlands junior quarterback, Napier Matoyer is about as cool as his long golden locks. The dual threat threw for 2,400 yards and 25 touchdowns and on the ground rushed for 444 yards and 15 more scores. He's 6'6", six six with a strong arm and quick feet. And last year even showed he's a heck of a hurdler as well. Matoyer has a plethora of offers, including TCU, Florida State, and UNC. Oak Ridge has a dangerous defensive player in safety, Justin Williams. He played a lot of safety at linebacker last year because he was the War Eagles' best playmaker. Williams has a nose for the ball carrier, and when he eyes in on his target, he lowers the boom. Justin has offers from Arizona State and Tulane, amongst others. are some great athletes in this district but it takes some great coaches to get the best out of these guys oak ridge head coach mark schmidt joined our word for soul to discuss how his young team hopes to battle through this district in our media day segment
1: it's media day we're talking district 1368 and i am joined with the oak ridge head coach mark schmidt coach Man, oh, what a change in realignment, huh? You go from six and having to scour around trying to find non-district games to nine team district where you only have to find, like, two. Uh, Your thoughts on uh, the new district and and some of the new teams you have that joined in?
3: Yeah, you know, two years ago we got caught and uh, everybody was scrambling to find five non-district games. Uh, That was a big surprise to us. And then this year we were surprised because – we had, we had went into the uh, realignment meeting, everybody having those games and then telling people that we were going to have to drop them. So this year was a little bit better. You didn't feel like you were scrambling to get games, but nevertheless, you know, in 19th district, you've got uh, two non-district games to warm up and you're getting after it pretty early. So, um, so it's different, but, uh, you know, a lot of the faces are familiar. We, we added uh, New Caney and we added uh, uh, Cleveland. And uh, we brought up Caney Creek. And so uh, all of the Conroe ISD schools will be 6A next year in the same district. And then we'll have uh, three outside of CISD, and that'll be Willis, uh, Can- uh, New Caney, and uh, Cleveland.
1: What What are your thoughts on, I mean, New Caney's coming in there with that, that uh, running back, uh, Riscano, is, that's pretty good. You guys got a lot of talent in this district, like individual talent. It's, I guess. Yes who can bower all up together and get in those top four spots, right?
3: Yeah, there's there's some premier players kind of scattered through the district, uh, which should make every week, you know, exciting, you know, uh, in terms of watching some premier players play. Uh, but you're right, it, it's going to come down to, you know, who can, who can do the best job uh, as a team of, of keeping it all together, and uh, taking advantage of your of your talents and your opportunities, staying healthy will be critical. Um, and uh, you know it's a it's a long district district slate. You know you you, you got to play eight games, and so uh, a lot can happen over those eight weeks.
1: Yeah, you were talking specifically about Oak Ridge last year, two years ago. You made the playoffs for the first time in a while, and that was that was a great a great experience. And then last year, you kind of. Sandwiched two wins across a bunch of losses, but yeah. But the deal is that you guys, it was fairly close scores in a lot of the games. It was just the the kind of defense kind of lets you down. And you gave up a lot of points there. What are you looking for in the in the 2022 season to kind of rebound from that two and eight season?
3: Well, we we learned a lot last year. Uh, we were extremely young. I had nine sophomores that started last year on our team uh that that being said the, the only experience they had coming into last year's varsity season was freshman football and so we uh we grew up uh they gained some valuable experience uh and and with those with those young players on the field we were able to to hang in every game uh i think we lost we lost five by a, a grand total of 13 or 14 points and so uh you know a few things change each each one of those games and those five losses could have easily been five wins but nevertheless uh, that's that's what we were that's who we were last season uh, the great thing about it is those uh, nine sophomores gained some valuable experience they've had a chance to have a great uh, uh, comprehensive offseason program under their belt uh, they're bigger they're faster they're stronger uh, they like I said they have that experience and so uh, I'm really excited about, you know, what we're going to be able to do this football season. Um, you know, and the thing is, like I said earlier, it's going to come down to staying healthy. Uh, you know, our, our football numbers are, are, are you know, we're going to suit out about maybe 45 kids on a Friday night, um, you know, and we'll be playing teams that, that put twice as many on the sideline. And so our depth will be a, a, a key issue uh, and keeping people healthy, will be paramount to, to how successful we can be.
1: You have a lot, you have some first teamers coming back and you have a, a lot of the wide receiving position that are, that are quite skilled. At, and you yes. have an experienced quarterback. This will be his third year, right? Smedley. Yeah. Yes. Third year as a starting quarterback. Talk a little bit about that and then maybe add in uh, Frankie Arthur there at running back with this uh, interesting uh, bloodline there as well. Yeah. Well, you know, last year our offense was,
3: was really, was really good. Uh, You know, I want to say I don't have the stats in front of me, but uh, I I want to say we were either number one or number two in our district offensively, uh, and that's with those kids that you're talking about. Uh, You know, Smedley uh, was better last year as a junior than he was as a sophomore, and uh, he's looked really good so far in our offseason and our spring drills, and so uh, really excited about Steve and his leadership, what he brings to the table, uh, his playmaking ability um, and so I think he's going to be a a real real um, important piece of our puzzle um, you know Larry Debos was the uh, newcomer of the year last year. he was the leading rusher in our district he's back he looks great. Frankie Arthur, who uh, missed missed several games because of an injury uh, he was on slate to uh to rival. Larry for, for those rushing yards. Uh, and then I think he missed three or four ball games last year because of a, a an injury. Uh, he's healthy. He looks great. And, you know, he's, you mentioned the, the, the bloodline. I mean, he's uh, Adrian Peterson's half brother. And so you, you just have to expect that, uh, that there are some special things about him and what he can do. And uh, we're excited to have those two kids, uh, Larry and Frankie, Sharing the role back there in the backfield, um, you know our receivers. You talked about being talented. Jacoel Harrison was an All District receiver. Tavian Jefferson was All District. Camden Morgan, uh, all three of those kids return. And so, from a skill position standpoint, uh, we feel like we we are we are about as good as we could be.
1: Yeah, you, you mentioned earlier about how young you were going into last year. And and you would think you you get older this year, which you are. But you're also you also have some really talented 2024 guys, especially on defense. I mean, everybody's eyes have been on Justin Williams, but you got some defensive linemen that that could make some noise as well. How excited are you about kind of molding these uh, these guys on the defensive end as well?
3: Well, right now, just looking at our defense, we're going to put 11 juniors on the field, <laughs> um, and and uh, you know. Five, four of those kids were starters last year as sophomores. So uh, those kids are wiser, bigger, stronger, faster, and uh, you know if we can if we can put things together defensively, uh, things bode well for the next two years because of the the, the fact that, that we've got eleven uh, nine uh, excuse me ten juniors starting. But you know Jacob Harris is the lone senior that will be playing. He will be a three year letterman, played at nose guard. He's gonna to he's be the veteran out there, and we've got to have great leadership from him, and he's done that so far this offseason. Uh, and the other two D linemen, they got some varsity experience last year. Uh, Joseph Ajonye and Favour uh, at they're 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 monsters. You know, they're both six foot five. Uh, one's two forty, one's two thirty, uh, and uh, you know our, our D line ought to be really really solid with the three of those kids uh so I'm excited about what they're going to do up front uh Justin Williams is going to be in a new role he played safety and, and a little bit of a rover last year uh we've moved him down into the box he is going to be a linebacker for us uh, and part of that is just he's, he's he's grown so much uh Justin is 6'3 210 pounds now and uh you know he, he, can, he can run very well from sideline to sideline. He's a physical player. And so we think he's going to fit very well playing in the box. Uh, and then our secondary, Orenze at started last year for us as a sophomore. He was an all-district player. Um, you know, he's, he's going to be kind of leading up the secondary, but we also have Joseph Wilson, Nakai English, and Jalen Jackson. None of those were starters last year, but all of them were varsity players and got varsity experience. So, you know, much like the offense, I'm equally as excited about the defense just because of what we're bringing back, um, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, like I said, if we can stay healthy, I think we can make some noise.
1: Well, this is going to be an exciting district. Uh, you got nine teams fighting for those four spots. I, I hope to see you up there uh, battling it out, Coach, and I appreciate you joining with me today.
3: You bet. Thank you very much.
0: Next week, we head over to 146A to talk about another tough district. You can keep up with everything on the high school football scene on our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram accounts. Until next time, I am Asha Blanton, and thank you for watching the Campfire.